Hello and welcome to the Emily Cooper Show. My name is Emily Cooper, obviously, and I am a certified life coach and NLP practitioner. I am passionate about taking women from being stuck in their lives to being free and magnetic as fuck. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you some no bullshit life advice by talking all things feminine flow, conscious relationships, mindset work, embodiment, abundance, and so much more. If you're interested in working with me, head over to my Instagram at Emily Viner Cooper, where I post loads more free content and I love interacting with my community. Without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am feeling so inspired to have this chat with you today. I just posted on my Instagram stories that I am feeling super introverted, super inward. It is my inner autumn. So for those of you that don't know what that means, it is essentially the week before you bleed Uh, where generally just because of what our hormones are doing uh, you feel more inward and you feel less like you want to socialize you don't want to be as productive with work it is really a time where you want to try and add in a little bit more rest and a little bit more nurturing activities if you can and maybe I should say if you want it badly enough. (laughs) But one thing that I am feeling really inspired and really motivated to do for you today is have this chat. Firstly, because I love creating the podcast and I don't really feel like it's too much work. I mean, the editing, one day I will definitely hire a podcast editor because I don't enjoy that side of it. (laughs) But the actual sitting down with a cup of coffee, having a chat, I love that. It's super grounding for me. So That's what we're doing today and the reason I'm speaking about this topic today is because it has come up so much in the last couple weeks. Someone asked me on my Instagram stories yesterday, I put up a little question box and someone asked me the question there. My coaches that I teach, my aspiring coaches, they have been asking me the same question and then it's also just come up in my personal life, especially people that know that I used to be a lawyer and have transitioned into the coaching space. People are very interested in how coaches make their money, whether coaches do make money and generally how long it takes and what works, what doesn't work. So My goal for this podcast is to be super, super transparent with you and super vulnerable with you, to really give you an insight into the income financial side of coaching for me, right? My experience. And I hope, in fact, not even I hope, one day I will record this episode again And I am going to build on the episode from this point till that point. And I'll hopefully be able to not only share more insights, but also share more wins. Because that's obviously what we're aiming for, right? So don't take anything I say here as like the ceiling, right? Firstly, you create your own ceiling. uh, But secondly this is not my ceiling, like this is not where I am ending or feeling 
comfortable isn't the right word, but like satisfied, I'm very happy, but I've still got goals. So don't let this be your ceiling. I'm honestly just trying to be vulnerable and open and especially to assist those people who are either transitioning into coaching or considering transitioning into coaching. So as you know, most of you, I was a lawyer and I was working as a state prosecutor, right? So state prosecutors do not earn as much as corporate lawyers. Although, again, that's also like comparative. If you are in like the major, major, major biggest law firms in the country, then those corporate lawyers are earning more than the state prosecutors. But as a state prosecutor, I was also earning more than some of my corporate friends who were in smaller firms. So it really depends. Anyway, that's kind of irrelevant. I've said this before, but I was earning enough to get by, but there was a lot of things that I was going without. I couldn't really afford to invest in myself in any form, right? So I couldn't really afford to invest in the programs that I wanted to invest in, the like clothes that I wanted to buy, the household items that I wanted to buy. It was basically just needs that were being met and I was grateful that my needs were being met, but financially I definitely longed for more. And in South Africa, which I think is quite a foreign concept to a lot of people overseas, you cannot just get a credit card like super easily. You have to like pass a whole bunch of like red tape and like tests and whatever before you get a credit card. So I often had coaches approaching me saying, oh, do you want to buy my program or do you want to whatever, whatever? And I'd be like, yeah, I am like whatever you're offering, whatever you're selling genuinely does interest me. But at that price point, especially with the exchange rate, because I was earning in rands and a lot of these programs were in dollars or euros or pounds, especially with the exchange rate, your program is like three times my monthly salary, right? And I was often met with, from coaches, especially business coaches, I was often met with the response of, oh, well, clearly you don't want it enough because you could just get a credit card or you could just borrow from your parents or whatever it is. And that honestly infuriated me. Like I cannot explain how much it infuriated me because to suggest that someone goes into like an exorbitant amount of debt, that that would be like a healthy option. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what these coaches are preaching. And yes, there is a line, and I see it all the time. There is a line where some women, especially women, are afraid to invest in themselves. And they think of a million different people who need their money more than they do. And so they like really struggle to commit to investing in themselves. This is not what I'm speaking about, right? This is about like some people genuinely not having the money to even buy themselves like new clothes and you're telling them as a coach to go and get a credit card or to borrow from family members who also don't have the money and then ultimately making them feel like they're living in lack mentality or scarcity mentality because they're not investing in your program when actually the reality on the ground is that it's just impossible at this point in time. And again, I think this is where people that do live overseas with a strong economy 
simply have no idea of the like financial struggles of people that live in poorer, weaker economies like South Africa. Anyway, I did not get into coaching because I wanted to earn lots of money. I did, obviously, in law, realize that my needs were being met, but I wanted more. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to buy myself things. I wanted to be able to invest in myself. I wanted to take all of my bills off of my parents because my parents were still paying for quite a lot of my bills. I wanted to spoil my friends and family and my partner. Uh, I wanted all of that, but the reason I got into coaching or the reason I wanted to be a coach was entirely separate. I wanted to coach because I wanted to help people. I wanted to change people's lives. I wanted to help people be the best version of themselves. And I got into self-development long before I knew that I was going to make a career out of self-development. So when I originally got into self-development, there was no inkling of, oh, I could make a lot of money doing this. It was the initial desire to help myself that then turned into a desire to help other people and that then made me look into whether it was a viable option as a career and that was only when I realized like, oh hey, there's actually quite a lot of money to be made in this space. But it was not initiated from a place of, I want to earn more money. What can I do? Oh, cool. Let's just hop into coaching. Because if that is you, then I urge you to stop right now. Firstly, because it's not going to fulfill you. Coaching is hard. You are day in and day out confronted with other people's pain, other people's emotions, other people's hardships. It is a deeply personal career path and it is it or it can be quite emotionally taxing and if you are not 100% in it then you are just going to mess your clients up you are just going to do them a disservice so please if you are in coaching for the money there are a million and one ways to make money get out of coaching because we only need authentic people in this space Right, cool. So, end of whatever year that was, I can't even remember, I decide that I'm going to quit my job and get my life coach and NLP certification, right? At this stage, I had already had my Instagram account where I was posting content for about nine months, I think. So I already had a bit of an audience and I already was sharing what I knew and then I decided I was going to leave my job and get my certification. None of this is new to you. I'm pretty sure you would have heard all of this on the podcast before. I saved three months salary, I think. I had about three months salary in savings uh, to just support me in the bridge period. But this is where I suppose I wanted to touch on. This is like the crux of the whole message. I had this belief that I would very easily leave my job, get my certification, and then just make money. In other words, or not make money, but get clients super easily, which would obviously lead to making money, right? And I don't know, well, I do know what made me think that. In retrospect, I'm like, I don't know what made me think that. But at the time, I was following all of these coaches on Instagram 
that are speaking all about the energetics of business and how you just magnetize your dream clients and blah, 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 blah. And whilst I am a firm believer in energy and energetics and all of that to an extent is true, there is an element of practicality, of reality, right? Where if you look at economics, if you look at the, uh, what's the word, like theory behind a sales funnel, your audience has to know you like you trust you right so they have to come across your page which in and of itself is a hardship in this instagram algorithm that's just messing up at the moment they have to come across your page they have to know who you are they then have to consume enough of your content over time to like you and then they have to go further than that and actually trust that whatever their issue is you are the one that can help them. You are the thought leader. You are the expert. And this is an industry where a lot of people are turning to coaches. So they have a lot of options, right? You have to be the one that stands out to them as, oh, that this person can handle my problem. This person can, when they think of a problem, your name is immediately like attached to that problem as being a solution, the person that can provide the solution. I'll give you an example. A couple of months ago, at the beginning of the year, I hosted a webinar on cultivating feminine energy in your life, in your relationships, why it's important, blah, blah, blah. By the way, if you are wanting to watch that replay, it is still available through the link in my Instagram bio at Emily Viner Cooper, Viner spelled V-I-N-A. Then, Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I had a message from one of the ladies that purchased the webinar to say, hey, Emily, I've just gone through a breakup. I really need support. You are the one that came to mind when I was thinking about who could support me. This is what I mean by no like trust, right? They have to trust that when they have this issue that is really emotional that's really sore that's really difficult to navigate and they're thinking who can support me your name comes into their head and that does not happen by you writing it down every single day before you go to bed or by following this quick 10-step program to earning 10k months no that is by being consistent with your value that you are adding to people through your free content. It's about so many things. It's about how you market yourself, which is something that I could definitely improve in. Pushing your offers often to get them out there. It's the way you run Instagram and Facebook ads, if that is something that you are looking into. It's not just about boosting posts. There is a whole formula in that, and it's a whole big like learning process in and of itself. It is about how you engage with your audience. It's about creating content that actually touches pain points. And it's about time. Guys, it's about time. Letting your audience warm up to you. Letting your audience know who you are, what you're here to do, how you can help them. And again, it's about finding your authentic voice. And I know for myself that in the beginning, I really struggled to find my authentic voice. Some days I was like super kind of spiritual and gentle and soft. And then other days I was super like fiery and feisty and calling people out. And 
to an extent that is my um that is my personality right I do kind of flip between those two and I'm not saying that you have to be the same person every time but finding your authenticity is really what's key not copying other coaches in the industry that are making it big or look like they're making it big because let's be real we never fucking know how much someone is making we never know if they are as successful as they are making themselves look instagram is a highlight reel remember that if a business is earning a hundred thousand dollars a month and their expenses are ninety five thousand dollars a month you're only making five a month all right so just beware when people are coaches are going about I had a million dollar quarter or whatever it is that they're going on about just watch for the deletion (laughs) watch out for what they're not saying and I'm not saying that success isn't possible and I'm not saying that these coaches aren't necessarily successful that's definitely not what I'm saying what I am saying is drop out of the comparison game drop out of looking at all of these coaches who are quote making it big and feeling bad about yourself because you are only making a couple hundred dollars a month or two thousand dollars a month or no dollars a month whatever it is drop out of that it took me about nine months before I made my first dollar in my business it took me nine months of posting consistently of working out how to create my content what voice I want to use, what things I want to be speaking about. And to an extent, I think this is an ongoing journey. I looked at my Instagram feed the other day and I was like, "Eh, I feel like it could be tweaked slightly. So this is an ongoing journey. I'm definitely not speaking as if I've like made it, right? But it took me nine months of consistent posting before I made my first dollar. And that does not mean that from that point of making my first dollar, that suddenly I was fully supported by coaching. Not at all. I was still living off of savings. My parents were still helping me a lot with finances. And once I'd made my first dollar, I was all like, oh, okay, cool. This is like magnetism. We're getting going with this. This is how it starts. And then I had literally the worst financial month of my entire life (laughs) where I was scared I was terrified I barely had any money I was relying a lot on outside people like my family my partner I was feeling like such a failure and I genuinely thought about going back to law like 100% because even though this was a passion I was like I can't live doing this I can't feed myself doing this and then I kind of pulled myself up and I reignited that passion for self-development and I started thinking outside of the box right I started thinking how can I use my coaching certification in a way that is not necessarily just attracting clients how can I make money that is not only about attracting clients and I kind of parked that and then within a week two opportunities two big opportunities presented themselves and neither one of them looked like I expected working in self-development working as a coach to look 
the one was with a coach that I'm, I'm not going to name names just because I don't think it's necessary, but the one is with a coach, uh, coaching other aspiring coaches for her certification and also, uh, support coaching on her other program that she runs. And then the second opportunity was where a company approached me because they had listened to my podcast and they said, hey, we really need a coach to run our podcast. Can you run our podcast? I said yes to both opportunities at the time, firstly, because they were both aligned with me. They were both in the in the work that I wanted to be doing. I love podcasting, so it seemed like such a no-brainer to me. And I obviously love coaching so the other opportunity also was a no-brainer to me the money was also really decent really good so I was very happy that I was not going to starve and that I could support myself right and interestingly enough since that point I've been able to supplement that income with coaching sessions with sessions that I don't know would have come to me if I hadn't found those other two opportunities or if I hadn't been approached by those other two people because I was in this mindset of like panic and shut down and freak out and I wasn't necessarily like embodying the best like vibe to attract clients because I was constantly scared about like what's gonna happen financially what how am I gonna make money But since I've been financially perfectly stable, I've mentioned this before, but currently making just under triple what I was earning as a lawyer, and that is uncapped, right? So the more I work and the more effort I put in, not necessarily work in terms of hours, but just effort that I put in, the more money I make. So that has freed up so much space, like energetic space, for me to then be open to receiving clients and that's exactly what's happened which has been so beautiful because I've yeah I've just felt so free to engage with clients in a way that is like me serving them instead of me thinking like okay cool the money that I earn from this client is going to go towards whatever like this bill you know instead it's like okay well I don't need to worry about the money from the client because I'm sorted so how can I serve this client the best and yeah it's just it's been such a beautiful journey and as I said in the beginning this is not where I end off you know I obviously want to carry on building my brand to create my own programs to create my own like empire is really what I eventually want right but it takes time it takes time and people not only need to trust you but you also need to trust yourself and for me when I was fresh out of my certification even though I knew a lot I didn't necessarily have the belief in me that I could just go out and coach people there was a lot of like limiting beliefs I suppose or Just this feeling of like ickiness that I was going to go and charge people when I didn't really, like I wasn't super confident yet in my ability to coach. It wasn't second nature. It was still something that I kind of had to think about, right? It wasn't intuitive. And that definitely held me back. People would message me asking if they could be coached by me and I would take like a day to reply to them because I was so fearful of saying yes and then letting them down. 
So again, it takes time to learn to trust in your own abilities. Now I have no doubt in my abilities. I am so confident in what I can do and that is just getting better day by day. But it really did take its time in the beginning there. And you need to give yourself that time too. So I just really, with this podcast, wanted to dispel any myths that by taking a certain program, that by like strategizing your Instagram content a certain way or by using a certain number of hashtags or whatever other bullshit is going around, that you can make 5k months like overnight or 10k months overnight. There is so much ridiculous shit going down on Instagram and I really would just offer you some discernment because you can so easily, I did, fall into the trap of thinking that you are somehow failing because all of these people just find it so easy to get clients and here you are really struggling and that is just not the case. It's not the case. You have everything within you to make this career work if you are doing it for the right reasons and shit takes time. It takes time just like anything. I don't know why just because this is on Instagram and it's an online business we think that it's different to any other business. If I had to go and open like a a physical business today, like a bakery, one person would trickle in, sit down, maybe another person would trickle in, look at the menu, go, "Mm, I'm going to go to the place that I know is really good. It's not the case that just you open the doors and then cool, you're fully booked every single day. No. So why do we expect that from online business? I don't know. Maybe because with online business, you can hide shit a whole lot easier. And so coaches make it look a lot easier than it is. But here I am (laughs) to say otherwise. I'm going to leave it there. If you have any comments, any questions, any, I don't know, anything you want to share, please do let me know. Connect with me on Instagram. I hope this has been helpful. I know that this is a particular pain point at the moment. And I'm here, I've been there, I have been there. So I'm here for you. Um, I'd love to connect with you about this. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a written review or rating. It really, really does help with engagement. And it's a nice kind of value exchange for the work that I put in to the podcast. Otherwise, I will see you next week. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to my voice. I'll chat to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Emily Cooper Show. I cannot tell you how much your support means to me. I put a lot of time and energy into this podcast and I believe that I also provide a lot of free value. So if you feel called, if I have provided you free value, helped you to think in a different way, supported you through your emotions or just entertained you somehow I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on the podcast it really helps with engagement secondly if you are feeling called to work with me if you like the work that I do the mission that I embody and if you are feeling called to uplevel your life in any way then please do not hesitate to reach out and contact me 
you can book one hour slots with me or you can invest in an entire program, eight weeks, perfectly tailored to where you're at in life right now and what you want to work on. The choice is yours, but don't hesitate to reach out and I will be so happy to welcome you into one of my containers and into my energy. Have a good rest of your day.